Hey, this is Kim from the phone right now. I'm listening to Party Talk Podcast. Welcome to the Party Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Cooper Kymig, back with Chris Kymig. Today's episode will be week 10 of fantasy football with a surprise midway through. All right, let's go ahead and get started with our last week's predictions. So last week's predictions on the waiver wire. Who was your waiver wire pickup, Chris? Well, I had uh, Cam Akers of the Vikings. Um, Madison was really struggling again, and uh, I think uh, Akers was actually outperforming him. And uh, he was until he tore his, his Achilles. <laughs> so he, he's uh, done for the year. Um, I heard that uh, the Pro Football Weekly, their uh, grades, he was the number two player on the Vikings on offense. So oh, he was uh, – I think it was going to be him. It was going to be his show, but uh, that ACL, uh, he's gone. So no, no need to uh, hang on to him. I already cut him in a couple of leagues of mine. Yeah, so. me too. Um, and then Jahan Dotson, he was uh, four catches for 69 yards and a touchdown, 16.9 PPR points. Um, he also led his team in targets with eight. So uh, he's a pretty good keeper, I think, right now. Yep. And then uh... – one of mine was David Njoku. He finished with 12.6 PPR points out of a tight end. That's pretty good. He had four catches on six targets, only 26 yards, and he did have a touchdown. Um, my other pickup was Kyler Murray. He didn't end up starting, which I didn't expect him to, but it's official. He's starting this week. It's the Kyler Murray show, and uh, James Connors should be back as well, so. Hopefully you guys picked him up. He might still be out there. I know he's out there in one of my leagues, and I I just picked him up right before the episode started. So I looked to start. That's good because you needed a quarterback in that league, didn't you? Yeah, because I lost. <laughs> uh, I lost Kyler Mer- or uh, I lost Cousins. Cousins. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing that pissed me off the other day is in our league, you have it so you can only pick up two quarterbacks, and I had. I don't. I can't remember. Was that where. our fourteen? That's yeah. our fourteen. Yeah, it's kind of. So I had to drop Foreman just to pick up um, a quarterback this week. Yeah, Foreman's probably done with. All right, and then uh, we'll take a look at our start of the weeks last week. I had Saquon Barkley. He finished with fourteen point three PPR points. He had sixteen rushes for ninety yards, three catches for twenty three receiving. Um, he did all this without Daniel Jones, who is out for the year. Um, and the Raiders absolutely blew out the Giants. So if it was a closer game, I think Barkley would have done better. But 14.3 points ain't bad. My sleeper last week was Kareem Hunt. He finished with 9.8 PPR points. He had 15 rushes for 38 yards and a touchdown. He probably would have saw more work, but the Browns blew out the Cardinals 27-0. Who was your start of the week? I had uh, Tyreek Hill. He was uh, 8 for 62. Uh, most players, that would have been a pretty good week, but not for Tyreek. It was like his second worst game of the year. So That fumble uh, hurt him too. Oh, man. Yeah, I thought I thought for sure. We both thought 150-plus, couple touchdowns, but nope. Yeah, and um, we'll take a look at our bets last week. Um, my bet did win. I believe I'm 2-0. and Again, um, I had a Thursday night bet. It was DeAndre Hopkins, 25-plus yards. Deontay Johnson, four catches. 
Derrick Henry, 40 yards, and Najee Harris, 25 yards. Um, that did end up hitting and looked to go 3-0 and this week. What was your bets, Chris? Um, I had uh, I was going all in on the Chiefs. Um, I picked Hill for a touchdown. Nope. Waddle for a touchdown. Nope. Kelsey for a touchdown. Nope. Taylor was gone there, so that was a double loser. And uh, Moser was the only one that covered. So if you went parley, you lost. If you bet Moser uh, singly with all those other ones, you probably broke even. So not a all good week. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and get started into week 10 predictions with a special guest, former fantasy analyst in Washington Commander's superfan. Fantasy Doctor Caller, Jaden Noriega. <laughs> How are you today, Jaden? Hey there, Cooper. Yeah, I just um I just kind of ran the film back on my uh, Doctor Fancy call the other week. Um, I I heeded the advice, you know, and um I'm feeling good. I'm in a better spot in the fantasy league, so I'm just feeling good today, man. We had a, had a good week in fantasy this week, so I'm just ready to get into it, you know. Have a Have you decided to turn the tank around, or you kind of you don't know what to do yet? This week's gonna be very telling. Um, yeah. You know, I kind of want to commit to the tank. I kind of want to make a run for it. I mean, I'm only, I'm not that far of a playoff spot to be honest. My team, I did just put up the most points in the league this previous week. I got some bright spots on the team. This week will be a very telling week because I said, yeah. I, after this week, I will know if I'm tanking officially or if I'm gonna go ahead and make a run for it. Got a lot of picks I could deal away, so we're gonna you know, see what uh, happens. We we play this week in. If I lose, yeah, I, I think mean, I. If I lose, I think I'm trading uh, Kelsey and probably maybe even Tyreek. Well, you're you're um uh, you're not in a much better position than I am for all the all the you know slack I get. You're not in a much better position yeah. than I am. So we'll see this week. If I lose to you, then I'm calling it officially <laughs> tanking. You don't have Kelsey either this week or um Tyreek. Yeah. Yeah. If I lose this week, it's, it's the season's over. I'm tanking officially. We'll have to see. All right, so we'll start off this week's uh, week ten with our waiver wire pickups. Who you got, Chris? Um, I got like three of them. I think there's a pretty good week. There's some guys out there just kind of sitting there waiting for somebody to grab them. Uh, if you need a quarterback, got Josh Dobbs of the Vikings. Never took a snap all week. Never threw a wide receiver all week either, um, because they didn't plan on playing them, but. Uh, End up with 25 fancy points in just about three quarters. He's only 16% rostered before uh, last night's waivers went through. I think he's probably up to 30 now. Um, you're looking for a running back, Keaton Mitchell. Who? I, I mean, he had done nothing all year. He was on inactive last week, but uh, he ended up getting in the game, had uh, nine carries for 138 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I didn't watch the game, but uh, the Ravens do love to run the ball, so uh, there might be room for him and Gus in there, but uh, we'll see how this second week goes. And then uh, if you're looking for a running or wide receiver, he's probably taken, but uh, Tank Dell, speaking of tanking out there, uh, he's your number one wide receiver of the week, 29.6 PPR points. He's owned about 50% of the leagues before last night's uh, waivers hit, so I bet you he's about up to 85 um, he was six for 114 with uh, 11 targets and two big touchdowns. Yep, those are some good calls right there. Um, I only got one this week. Will Levis, he's only rostered in 38.8% of leagues. He's coming off a mini-buy. 
um, after playing on Thursday night two weeks ago. He looked very solid just watching that game. He didn't have a lot of fantasy points, but he looked pretty good up until that you know that last drive. But he's got a great matchup this week against the Buccaneers. Uh, defense who gives up the fourth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. Um, rookie C.J. Stroud just had an amazing fantasy week with 42 points against them. I think Will Levis should have a good week this week. Who you got as a waiver wire pickup, Jaden? Um, so for my waiver wire pickup, I got Taysom Hill. So I know over years, you know, he's been kind of, you know, iffy. You know, he has a big game here and there, and then he's kind of inconsistent. But the Saints have really been involved in the offense a lot the last few weeks here. And with, I mean, there's not many tight end options around the league. You got Kelsey, who's only good with Taylor Swift as in attendance. You got Kyle Pitts going out throwing duds up every week. John o. Smith is tight end one. You can go look for him. But um, in all seriousness, uh, I think I like Taysom Hill. You got to think he has a rushing upside that a lot of tight that no tight, other tight end has. He can pass for a touchdown, and you get all these points in the tight end position on your fantasy team. In the last three weeks, he's put up good weeks. So, yeah, I mean, he's uh, rostered. He's only rostered in I believe fifty after, and this is after yesterday's waiver transactions. He's only rostered fifty-four percent of ESPN leagues, so if he's available, I'd definitely pick him up. If you're kind of tight at tight at tight end, so yeah, I mean, I picked him up in one league, and I just feel icky about doing it. I mean, I know, <laughs> yeah, it is kind of a it's it's an interesting spot to be in. But like I said, he's been in like I feel the reason he was available in some of these because people feel the way that you feel, and like, but it's it's been three weeks in a row now. I feel I feel pretty confident yeah. about him, especially when you got Kyle Pitts in three leagues like I do. I mean, I'd gladly take a Taysom Hill. <laughs> it's just it's so weird to think about. Like whenever they get to the goal line, he is their he's gonna score. You see him yeah. back there. They run that QB blast. I don't know how nobody stops him, but he, he pass he's it. the he best QB it. blast player I've yeah. ever seen. Like he's he better than Cam it, Newton. Run it, like anything, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. So he's got a lot of touchdown upside, a lot of rushing upside, even passing. So he's a very good tight end play, especially like I said, not that many serviceable tight ends around the league. And Goddard just went down as well. So if you're looking for somebody to replace Goddard, it's a good pickup right there. All right, let's take a look at our starts of the week. You want to go ahead and start off, Jane? Yeah, for my uh, start of the week, um, I got C.D. Lamb. I mean, he's been the last two weeks. He's just produced like he did, con- like we seen him do constantly last year. Dallas has been looking to get him more involved. He's Dak's favorite target, and they're playing a struggling New York Giants secondary, and the Giants just look terrible this year. So I'd say the only thing I'm not even really worried about it. I was gonna say they're probably gonna blow the Giants out. But even with that, he still has plenty of time before that happens to get rack up plenty of fancy points. And, yeah, I'm very confident starting him. I do have him in one of my leagues, and I'm glad to have him. All right. To add on to that, Chris, who's your start of the week? Yeah, I'm going to pick on the Giants, too. <laughs> They're pretty sad. <laughs> uh, if you play in a ID, is an IDP league, yep. uh, Micah Parsons, yep. or the, go with the Dallas Cowboys defense against the Giants. They gave up eight sacks to the Raiders, and Max Crosby had three. So I can yeah. see uh, Parsons doing the same. Yeah, um, he's not my start of the week, but just kind of add on for those in the IDP league. I know Jane's got him. Max Crosby he faces the Jets this week. I know oh, they Max lost Crosby. a couple linemen. <laughs> the Jets' offense is so bad. He he should have like five sacks this week, Max Crosby. Yeah. But um. <laughs> 
My start of the week, it's going to be Bijan Robinson. You're hearing a lot over Twitter, you know, about Arthur Smith. He's not playing him. I, I don't know what's going on. Um, and if you think about it, he's been somewhat of a disappointment, but it's not Bijan's fault. He looks amazing out there. You got Cordero Patterson, who's almost twice Bijan's age, who, let me remind you, is one of the best running back prospects in the last maybe 10 years. Vikings legend. He, he's getting touches over Bijan while Bijan's on the sideline. Anyways, Bijan's got a great matchup against the Cardinals defense who gives up the third most fantasy points to running backs. It's time to unleash Bijan or else Arthur Smith will lose his job. Yeah. All right, let's take a I look. I mean, just that, before we move on, sorry about that, but just to add on to some, some of the stuff that I said there, um, I'm glad you brought up Max Crosby. He's a absolute – even aside from my love of him from my fantasy team, he is, as I told Dr. France the other day, he's my best player in my uh, fantasy team on my sleeper league. So, you know, but um, I was glad. He's having, like, a crazy year. He's got, like, nine and a half sacks, like, eight games. Like, he is, like, crazy good. Is ridiculous. And also, yeah, Arthur Smith and the Falcons drafting the highest overall tight end and not using them, and then drafting Bijan and doing what they're doing now. I know we got a friend, Atlanta Falcons fan. I've been very frustrated. And I know he's very upset about what's going on over there in ATL. So hopefully they get that figured out. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough scene. I, I did draft a lot of Falcons this year and kind of regretting it. Drake London hasn't looked that bad. Just last little side note there. Drake yeah. London has been I think he, solid. he practiced this week too, so hopefully he's back. Yeah, he's still got that questionable. He's still carrying that questionable status. But if he goes, he's always a good He's been a pretty good piece of fantasy this year. Yeah. Well, we'll go with the pit of the week. I think it's only fitting after talking about Arthur Smith. Who is your pit of the week, Chris? It might be uh, a yep. little different than what my uh, – <laughs> Well, he started off the year great. The That's why was. my fantasy teams were doing so well. But uh, the last three, four weeks, man, this guy's in that pit, and he ain't getting out thanks to Arthur. Uh, Bijan Robinson, <laughs> 11 carries for 51 yards. I mean, that's not bad. But for God's sakes, he's in the he's in the red zone. Give him the damn ball. I mean, only 11 carries. That's ridiculous. Um, 5.9 fantasy points because he's not going to catch any passes yet. Uh, splitting the carries with Algier. Then you throw in Cordell Patterson. Um, John New Smith, sweep. <laughs> Run him outside. <laughs> John New Smith getting carries in the red zone. I don't, I don't know what to do. I mean, uh, I keep starting them because I have to, but uh, uh, it's not good for a number one ra- uh, draft pick. Was he eighth overall? That's just About crazy. There, yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. Well, you know, I'll be honest with everybody listening to the podcast about week three, I made a trade. I was desperate. Saquon Barkley got hurt. I had, I had no other running backs. I traded Tyree kill for Bijan. That was the worst move I ever made, but I, you know, the only reason I did it because I had, well, I had Chris Olave, T Higgins, Puka Nakua, Drake London, and Colton Sutton. So I had the dynasty league. No, this was a regular league, oh, and I didn't have any other running backs, so I, I had to make a move. It's not working. That's, I, I don't even know what I would call that trade. Not <laughs> you. Oh, you should have you should have consulted a doctor fantasy before yes, making that one. Yeah, that's true. That's just not. Yeah, uh, I had to make a move, man. It, but the the only reason I did it is, it's an eight man league, 
So, you know, you got to you gotta make some questionable moves there if you want to win. I understand. It didn't work out for me. All right. Who is your pit of the week, Jaden? My pit of the week, and I'm sad to say this because he has been providing for me recently in fantasy, but it is uh, Gus Edwards. Um, sadly, he plays a – they're playing a Cleveland defense that I just looked – outstanding this year they've been what a top three defense i believe in the league yeah been very good in defense um keaton mitchell also um looked really good even though it was i don't know i it's kind of hard to judge with him because i feel like it was kind of like garbage time when he did it but i mean when you look that good i feel like regardless you're gonna be involved in the offense a little bit more so i could and, and the ravens they have a history with their running backs of just you know spreading the ball around between their backfield so with all the factors mentioned like the Cleveland defense and then just the Ravens system and he has kind of been somewhat touchdown dependent like last week he was very touchdown dependent he only had a good week because he got in the end zone twice and like he can maintain that with how good the Ravens offense has been but I'm just kind of iffy about him so he's gonna be my pit of the week I see him going I see him going low in fantasy this week yeah especially I just want to add on to that especially you know with Keaton Mitchell coming into the equation. I know there's a lot yeah. of people who were high on him. Um, one of the main podcasts I listened to, CBS Sports, um, they were they were telling me to draft him in the offseason. Like, that's how high they were on him. Yeah. Um, and then Gus, Gus Edwards, he doesn't catch passes. He had the ADR yeah. Uh, yeah, catch one of those days, and <laughs> that's, like, the only time he ever catches a pass. Yeah, it's a rare sight to see. His receiving upside is definitely not there. Like I said, very touchdown dependent. And um, with Keenan Mitchell looking like how he did last week, regardless when it happened, they're definitely going to get him some more touches. So I'm kind of iffy on Gus Edwards. Yeah. Um, My pit of the week, got George Pickens. Um, Over the last two weeks, he's got three catches, only 21 yards and a touchdown. Um, Deontay Johnson is back and he's dominating targets, yards, and catches. Um, the Steelers offense, it's below average. And, you know, I'm not sure if I can feel confident about starting Pickens until further notice. Um, you know, I don't want to play into narratives, but I don't know if you saw the video. George Pickens did not celebrate with the team after Deontay scored his touchdown for the first one in like two years. He was pouting over on the sideline. I could see him requesting a trade next year at this point. He doesn't seem like a team player. I I just can't. I don't feel confident starting him at this point. Yeah, I mean, and that can we just before um, that's those offenses. Just I, you know, fire Canada. I'm all with it. Fire Canada. I'm not even a Steelers fan. Just get him out of there. It's hard to watch. George Pickens is like, I'm not gonna lie. He's one of the most talented receivers I've seen in a long time. Like he, his hands are insane. His toe taps are ridiculous. Well, he has kind of, but he also has the same ones where he just messes up toe tap. But anyway, he's look good, like very good. He's not happy. You've seen him post on his Instagram. You've seen the video on the sideline. He's unhappy. They love Deontay Johnson, apparently. I don't know what happened on that time Deontay Johnson was injured, but they love him. So ever since he's come back, like you said, he's been taking all the targets. And just while we're on top of the Steelers, I just I, the fact they're five and three, I, I don't understand at <laughs> all. That they they've looked like one of the most fraudulent like five and three teams, and especially in that division because that division is so like tight, you know, and how good it's been this year. I, I don't know, but yeah, Pittsburgh. I I don't have any confidence in them going forward, especially not any of their offensive weapons except for maybe Deontay Johnson. Yeah. Um, for those who are tuning in, the pit of the week segment is just players that we can't trust right now. Doesn't mean that 
you know, this is permanent. And if you look at the history of our pits of the week, they usually end up going off that same week we talk about them. Think of it as a squeaky wheel type of deal. So just be careful starting them, but there's a history right after we talk about them, they go off. All right, let's take a look at our sleeper of the week. You want to start, Jaden? Yeah, so for my sleeper of the week, I have it's not it's it's a somewhat sleeper, but I just touch on him because I feel like he hasn't gotten the most love this year. But it's Chris Olave. Um, they're playing. Sorry about this, Cooper, but they're playing Minnesota. The secondaries just looked below average, we'll say. Um, they've given up a lot of points, receivers, and Olave. He's had a solid year. He hasn't had a bad year by any means. He's wide receiver nineteen in ESPN full PPR leagues, and he's looked good at times. But he also had weeks where he just hasn't performed. Um. He has, I believe, five weeks with over 10 targets, and there's another two weeks where like nine and eight, but he's yet to have over 20 points in a week this year. So I could definitely see him getting a lot of targets this week and having a big week and breaking that 20-point mark for the first time. Yeah. Um, I'll add on to that real quick. Whenever uh, the Saints offense faces a team who blitzes like a lot and the Vikings are, they blitz the most in the league by like, it's crazy. We blitz like, I think 60% of the time. It's insane. Chris Olave is the most targeted player on that Saints offense. He almost has a 30% target share against the blitz. So he should so yeah, like I mean, and I don't, I don't think you're gonna like see anybody who has Chris Olave and has him on the bench unless they're just stacked a receiver. But he hasn't got a lot of love this year. Like I said, he hasn't broke that twenty point mark. He's been kind of just average the whole year. So I could definitely see him like taking off this week and having a really big week. So kind of a somewhat sleeper. Like I said, it's not somebody that somebody's gonna look at and be like, you know, like he's starting in a lot of people's leagues. But I think I can see him having a big week. Yeah, um, he might be someone uh, you might want to add in our next segment that we do. Who's your sleeper yeah. of the week, Chris? Um, I'm I'm gonna go with Josh Dobbs of the Vikings. Uh, he's only 30% roster. Um, imagine if he knew where the players were gonna go on their routes. <laughs> <laughs> he was just calling plays, and he had no idea where they're going. Imagine uh, if he knew the players' names. He was playing. No, he didn't with. know the namers. He, he didn't know nothing. Kevin O'Connell heard this today. <laughs> Kevin O'Connell, their head coach, was telling them um, he's gonna go left. He's going to take a right. He's going to go post. And he basically, for every play, he told him where everybody was going. And he just stood back there and, okay. And just if they weren't there, he just took off running. So uh, if he can get um, half the plays down, um, you know, he's going to score some points. Plus, with his running ability, um, maybe that helped him last game. He didn't know where he was going. He just took off running. He looked phenomenal. Um, so if you're looking for a quarterback, a sleeper, uh, Saints defense is pretty good, but uh, pick up Josh Dobbs if you need somebody. Forgot the most important part. Justin Jefferson might be back. Nah, he practiced yeah. today. Yeah, he's gonna. I'd die with him. I'd him this week. Yeah, I'd wait another week. Never yeah. know. Maybe we, maybe week eleven. I, maybe. Yeah. All right, my sleeper of the week is gonna be JSN Jackson Smith and Jigba. He's got a great matchup against. I'm sorry, Jaden. The Washington Commanders defense, who gives up the third most uh, PPR points to wide receivers. He's only 57% rostered in ESPN leagues right now. Um, he's had three straight weeks of 
plus PPR points. Not to mention, he has one of the best fantasy playoff schedules available. I'd look to start JSN this week against the Washington Commanders. Yeah, I, I would say on JSN, he said, like, I was like three weeks in a row, he's had like 12 plus points. And I thought that one week is like they didn't have DK, so I'm like, oh, you know, he's kind of stepping up. But even since DK came back, he's put up some like pretty decent performances. So I was definitely looking at him too for my sleeper pick of the week. He's definitely been looking like a not a bad addition to some teams. Yeah. Um, all right. So before we get into our last segment, let's take a look at our bets of the week. What you got, Jaden? Bet of the week. So I'm I'm just gonna roll with this because I feel like every week I feel like it's gonna end and never does. I'm just gonna go ahead and start this with CMC anytime touchdown. It feels like it's never ending. He's in there every week, so let's go ahead and throw that on there. It almost feels like a lot. It's weird how much he scores. Like it's he didn't score week. last week. Yeah, he didn't play. But <laughs> he didn't play, so that just that adds into that. But and then I also have the Falcons minus one and a half. The Raiders, the the new the new look Raiders, new and improved Raiders. Mm. Even though Devontae Adams has been very disappointing on my fantasy team, I have them plus one and a half, and I also have the Bills minus seven and a half. All right. What do you got, Chris, for your bet of the week? Well, I'm going to bet on uh, this Thursday's game because that's the only way I'm going to watch that game. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's pretty sad, putting that on a Thursday, the Bears and Carolina. So I'm going to go with the DJ Moore revenge game, uh, anytime touchdown and over 52 and a half yards. That doesn't seem like very many. Yeah, that that's is. Playing, playing Carolina, that seems kind of small. Yeah. And, um, Got to go with my wife's favorite, so she'll let me watch the game. She loves Adam Thielen. So we're going to go 69 and a half yards on that. Do that or the reception. Receptions are six and a half, so whatever you like there. And a touchdown, 10 bucks to win 170. So let's go, baby. A few wide receiver ones there. That could definitely have a – hopefully make the game somewhat entertaining because the prime yeah. games have just been absolutely <laughs> terrible. Yeah, I mean – it doesn't sound very good, but this is a must. Like, if the Bears are going to win a game, this is a must win because oh, yeah. they have the Panthers pick, so they want the Panthers to lose. So, <laughs> I mean, well, it's they, something. They, well, I mean, if they lose, then it's kind of the same thing. Like, they're in a position where they, them or the Panthers could have the number one pick. So, yeah, I don't know. They're looking good. Fields, for the draft Fields isn't going to play, so we might have a zero-zero tie. Yeah, Fields <laughs> isn't playing, which Doctor Fantasy knows this isn't good for my fantasy team. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Probably going to make a little waiver pickup. Yeah. All right. I have the most boring bet of the week. It's a five-leg parlay. Um, it is going to get us plus money at 104 odds. Um, I got five alternate spreads of teams who I think will win anyways. Got 49ers alternate plus seven and a half. Vikings alternate ten and a half. Ravens alternate seven and a half. Bills alternate. Two and a half, and then the Seahawks alternate six and a half. Um, the lowest odds on this are the Vikings. I I can't see them getting beat by eleven points, anyways. So it's boring, but I got to keep the streak going through. You know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'd be careful with that Seahawks pick, man. I mean, I don't know, man. Washington, you know, we have a. <laughs> I think it'll be a shootout. We got a, hist- we got a history. Game. We got a history of being just randomly good. Sam Howell could throw for four hundred yards and have four touchdowns, or he could just throw three picks and two hundred yards. Sam Howell but, has um, looked pretty good this year. 
Yeah, he's been all right for sure. But by yeah. randomly good, that's what every five years, <laughs> every five weeks. <laughs> all right, every five weeks. Um, so our last segment, uh, me and Chris, we both drafted, uh, DraftKings, uh, DFS teams. I did the, you know, the afternoon games, three p.m. and on. Um. My QB is Geno Smith, Bijan. I got Brian Robinson, Marquise Brown with Kyler Murray back, Calvin Ridley, Amon Ra, Dalton Schultz, Najee Harris, and I don't remember who I had for my, I think I had Saints defense. Uh, let me hear your team, Chris. Uh, my early picks, the early games. Uh, do do the three p.m. games, and I'll have Jaden see which one he likes better. Okay. My three o'clock game. Um, I'm not sure how you pick your teams. When I do it, I like to do a noon slot, and then I do the late games. That way, I got some action going. If I'm not watching somebody, but uh, first thing I look at is uh, the over unders. Whoever has the most highest point total, I kind of kind of lean that way. Uh, not all the times, but that's something I lean for. And then uh, do you like stacking your quarterback with a receiver or two, or how do you, you do that? Um, it depends on the slate, I guess. Typically, I'm not too focused on quarterback, but, I mean, if it's there for the right price, I wouldn't mind stacking them together. Okay. I usually go with the stack, um, but I went with uh, Dak Prescott as my quarterback, $6,700. Um, they're playing the Giants, so I can see some touchdowns there. The problem is he might only play three quarters. Um, that's the one thing that kind of worries me. Um, Gibbs are the Lions running back. I'm not sure if Montgomery's coming back. He's supposed to be coming back, but uh, if he's not, um, I, Gibbs would be a good pick there. Uh, with Antonio Gibson, as my other running back at 4,600. I think he's gonna. He's been catching a lot of uh, passes lately, so I'm gonna lean that way. Great pick, uh, Jahan Dotson. He's been he's been starting to peak a little bit. He's at five thousand. Uh, I'm gonna stack uh, Prescott with CD Lamb. Um, I've been watching him lately. I, I went against him one week, and I said, "Holy cow, he's faster than I thought." Um, so CD Lamb and a Prescott, and then I got the Cowboys defense at the end of that. Um, I can see a lot of turnovers with that quarterback for the Giants. Um, then I got Smith and Jigba in there, John Smith and uh, B. John as my flex. All right, I, I like those. Um, Jaden, will you be joining us next week, perhaps? Love to yeah, have you back. Um, yeah, I'd love to be back, man. I appreciate you guys having me on here. If I, if I have the time, I'd definitely love to join next week. Come back. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Party Talk Podcast. Catch you next time.